Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught and get ready to launch your mind into an entirely new reality. If you've always felt there had to be more to life, more to existence, then you're listening to the right podcast. Get comfortable, pour yourself a drink, sit back, and let your host, Adam R. Walton, expand your horizons. This is going to be good. This is going to be fun. This is going to be mind-bending. Time to think. And here we go. Wednesday, August 21st. And you people think that I'm just doing that intro because it's been done before, but the reality is I keep looking at the calendar and I'm looking at it right now. I'm just double checking. I think the other day I got it wrong too. I'm not even sure. That being said, today's going to be a lot of fun. Today, on the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast, I have a guest and I've never had a guest before and I plan on having many guests, um, but for the most part, I just kind of spoke, speak, um, and there's a lot of people that want to say a lot of things. Uh, The individual that I have on today is a fellow by the name of Jeremy Todd. And Anyone familiar with me and my work know that I've guested on his podcast many a time. And those podcasts always get some good reviews and some good laughs based on his. And I thought, you know, who better than to have Mr. Jeremy Todd from the positive side as my very first guest on the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Jeremy Todd. I feel honored. I feel blessed. I feel, boy, the pressure's on. I feel overwhelmed. I mean, the feelings going through my head are... um, Unbelievable. I, but the most important feeling that I have is, uh, man, I, I guess that, I don't know if it's a feeling, but I'm just jacked up, man. I'm ready to be on the show. I'm ready to bring the big talent or the big conversations, the big insight. And I've learned so much from you already. I just, uh, man, when you said be on the show, I said, what? Let's do it right now. Let's do it. That's so right. I'm glad, I'm glad you're having me on the show. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. So as my listeners know, I mean, uh, most of my topics are, are designed around free thought. They're designed around uh, the premise of, you know, really pushing, um, pushing personal thought. As you know, you and I just actually, we just got off another podcast, the Prosperity um, Alliance. I named it and I can't remember. <laughs> what do we call that? Pros- prosperity? Positive Prosperity <laughs> Alliance. PPA. PPA. We just finished the PPA. Uh, half of it you'll get to see. The first half, uh, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> decided that we didn't need to be heard. So we were just talking heads for a hot minute. Right. Could see yeah. anything. But we, we covered a lot of topics on that one. We covered space, we covered time, we covered, well, basically, yeah, space and time are two huge ones. Space, time, and religion. If you can believe it, we covered that. I think we touched on politics and finance. Um, a little bit of everything. Yeah. And just, just like, uh, just like um, whose line is it anyway, everyone got points uh, and we were all winners. So that was a lot of fun. I um, loved it. Yeah, no, absolutely great. Absolutely great. So in keeping with sort of the theme, you know, the the free thought theme, you know, we have, you know, we have you, an individual who has fought his whole life for everything that he's ever had. And when we were talking uh, last, you had mentioned, you know, uh, being in the moment. Um, And I know that we just talked about it, but honestly, I'd love to expand upon that just a touch. And that is, uh, you know, for everyone here that for everyone listening, uh, what he was talking about on the last cast, um, some of you might listen to it, some of you might not, but I wanted to talk about it. And I wanted to touch on it here. I wanted to put Jeremy on the spot and the spot that he loves to be on, which is talking about how he feels about right now. And 
it was moving and it was a, it was a great way to end the show. Uh, unfortunately we didn't end the show on that. We ended the show on our own selfless, shameful promotions. Uh, so, <laughs> so let's, let's talk about okay. how you feel about time in your teens, twenties, thirties, and, 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 and where you are now. I'd love to hear that again. Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because it means, um, it means a lot, man. I mean, you know, I feel like uh, going through, I mean, you know, quick overview. I, I grew up broke as a joke, no money. I mean, tough, tough situation, parents divorced at a younger age, but I just remember things going by so fast. It was almost like I was, uh, I don't know if it's a, uh, if it, the word, if the word's right to be afraid to be in the present because there were so many things happening to me in my life at that point, going through school and, and growing up, you know, teenager and, and going through high school and, and still struggling with all those things that I dealt with, but it went by so fast. And, I, I really looked for the next day. I mean, I was like, okay, well, this is a great day, but what's, what's tomorrow look like? What, what are we going to do next? And, and, you know, sometimes that's good, I guess. Um, but I think as I've grown and what I've learned a lot about is how important being present is. And, and over the last few years, and, and again, it hasn't been, I'm 41. It hasn't been, I mean, my 20s blew by partying, drinking, um, I mean, doing my thing. Uh, and, and then, you know, now I'm at this age of 41 that I've experienced more in the last three, four years than I've ever experienced in my entire life. And, and you, know, you know, because I, I, I love you and I respect you and I'll, I'll share a lot with your audience that, you know, my wife and I have, have recently split up and then we split up about a year and a half ago. And it's interesting and to say that people initially think that, oh my God, things are so bad. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for that. But it, it correlates very, very well with my life and where I've been and what I've grown up with and, and, and how our relationship, even with that, evolved. It was, it was partying. It was drinking. It was living this lifestyle that I didn't really, I'm just going through life. Like what's next? What's next? Having fun, partying, rock star. You know, what, you know, what, what else can I do tomorrow night? You know, what, what's next? And as, as I've developed that lifestyle, we're, 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 and again, not to make this a, a lifestyle, by, or this podcast by relationship, but we're at that point in our yeah. lives. I'll say this right now because, because you've given me the, the, the green light to run on, on your cast. Uh, talk about whatever you want, because this isn't your cast. This is you being a guest on this cast. So vent, let it out, talk about it and correlate it because your lesson, what you've gone through, what you're doing. This is what people need to hear. People need to know, regardless of anything, the person that's listening to this going, shit, I'm not alone. Yeah. They, they need to hear your story. So carte blanche, my yeah, friend. I appreciate you saying that because, you know, I think it's so important because, you know, um, so many people go through this and, and you know, where the lifestyle is going through so fast and partying and, and God, we, you know, you get married, you have kids and then all of a sudden, you know, it, it's going so fast. What's next? What's next? Next house, next car, next job, next, like, how do I, continue to keep up with the Joneses and what, what happened in this lifestyle of, that I've lived is, is I've only developed my, who I truly am within the last three years. And, and my, you know, I don't know how you say ex-wife, I guess. And, but one of my best friends and, and people think oh, that's crazy, but it's one of my best friends and um, what we've gone through and we just grew apart with different people. We've slowed down and actually identified what do we like? Who are we as individuals? Where do we go from here? And it's interesting that when life slows down to that point where 
you're not keeping up with the Joneses. You're not trying to say, I got this car, I got this lifestyle, and, and I'm trying to make this much money. And you slow everything down, and then you really truly are in your own head and you're on your own, own, in your own room by yourself. Who am I? Who am I as an individual? The last few years have uh, been have been tough, right? I mean, they've been tough and, and, and going through tough times and, and having these tough conversations. But what I've learned and what she's learned, that we're, we're best friends. I mentioned actually on the last podcast, I've t- I mentioned the story about, you know, my, one of my best friends, and that was my ex-wife. She's my best friend. I was there today. But I've slowed down so much more to appreciate the time that I have with her and my kids and and understanding who I am as an individual, what I appreciate, what I love. And it, it was different than what she wanted. It was a different, because she slowed down and she just decided that this is who I am. And it's fascinating that in, in life that we, you hear these stories about people that go through these situations where it's F this bitch, F this, F that, this guy's an asshole. This is, and you hear so many horror stories, but again, life is so short. It's so important and so precious. So when you slow that down and you have conversations about, you know what? These experiences that we're going through, we, can, we have you know, multiple ways that we can go through this. We don't get along. We're different. I, I take that back. We do get along. We're just different. Just not in the way you used to get along. Correct, because it's a different lifestyle. This also, this also, the way you're talking about this, I'm just going to just tap back in quick. This correlates to, to my episode yesterday when I was talking about, uh, you know, the leopard can't change its spots and people don't change and how it's yes. false. It's false in the positive and it's false in the negative. But is there positive and is there negative? Because, I mean, in this scenario, in this situation, you know, a, a family unit was broken up. Is that positive or is that negative? Well, it really all depends on how you're looking at it. You know, there, there's... 100%. There's a million. There's a million things that led up to it. It's not like she walked in one random afternoon and said, "We're done here. Thanks. Here's, give me half of this, and and we're and we're out. You take one kid. I take the uh, you take the left half of the couch. I take the right, and we're done here." Correct. One hundred percent. It doesn't happen that way. So so when people do change, people grow. People have the opportunity to change, to adapt, to become whoever they want to become, and people are also one hundred percent heavily influenced by everything around them. So. So, so that is, that is the change. That is the change that, again, it just ties into what was. I mean, there's no good or bad to anything because there simply is. And the good or bad comes from how you react to what is. 100%. And that, you know, I, again, I, I mean, I hear it all the time. Oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. I mean, I can't believe what's going on. What do the kids think? You know what the kids think? It's awesome. It's oh, yeah, great. two Christmases. Two Christmases, two houses, two bedrooms. Well, it, it's, 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 it's even, yeah, correct. Yeah, right, exactly. But it's it's – you know, it's um, my mom and dad are best friends. I, I had dinner there tonight. I'm there. I'm there all my days off. I'm there all day long because it's not about. Um, and I'll tie this all back into the time thing. It's not. It's not about. You know. Um, you don't have to live together and live this perfect lifestyle in this in this this quote unquote paint picture we paint of what a perfect family looks like. You know, what a perfect family looks like is that we encourage each other, we support each other, we love each other. That's the way I look at this thing. And again, people think I'm nuts. It's, mm-hmm. you know, I, I agree with that. And if I want to jump in on, on the topic of marriage, um, I've never been married. I'm going to state that right away. Uh, I have a hard time understanding marriage. I have a hard time understanding why people share a bed when they have plenty of room in the house. 
You know, I heard once when I was a kid, <laughs> Dennis Leary said, you know, the, the, the key to successful marriages is separate bedrooms. And that made the most sense in the world. Now you hear some real cynics say the key to, separate, uh, the key to a successful marriage is separate houses. And here's an interesting right. fact. You and your wife now are living in separate houses and, and you have the kids. So you're still together for the kids, you know? And to me, you now graduated to the perfect marriage. That's how I feel. I mean, like the conversation we had tonight, we're, we're deep. They're intellectual. They're inspiring. They're, uh, I don't got to deal with the other stuff. And we have different, I mean, it's just, it's different. So I guess long story short, so you go back to this time thing. The time thing now for me is the best it's ever been. It's yeah. slowed down more than it ever has because I'm who I am truly. Because as you, as you go through your teens, your 20s, your 30s, all bullshit aside, you don't know who the hell you really truly are. Uh, no, you just said all bullshit aside. I have to reiterate and say all bullshit is bullshit. And that's exactly what you're living through. You're deciphering, Correct. You're deciphering your bullshit and the, and the level of bullshit that you're now putting yeah, up. It's, it's the bullshit that you're willing to put up with, I guess. But yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's fake. It's, it's fake. Like you go, I'm speeding through life. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, it's different. So... Time now is more important than it's ever been because I, I value the time that I'm with important people. Oh, absolutely. And absolutely. that slows down. So I may have, I may work eight hours or whatever, five hours, six hours, 10 hours, 12 hours, but that may go by super fast. But I'm with people I want to be with for two hours or three hours. That seems like an eternity. When and I was I, young. And, and, you know, we're, we'll talk about that. This is a topic that, you know, this, the funny thing, uh, the funny thing happened, there's a funny thing happened on the way to the store. Whenever Jeremy, whenever Jeremy and I get together, there's no set playlist. There's no topic. There's like, <laughs> like what we going to talk about today. <laughs> and here we are, we're talking about relationships and marriage. Uh, and it's really cool because it so timely goes into uh, the theme of what I was talking about, not relationships and not marriage, because that's not a topic that I'm great on. Um, I mean, I understand it. But it's like, I, there's, I, I have such a different view that I would probably turn some people off if I tried to sort of go down that road. But it's all about perception. This is all about time. This is all about perception. This is all about how you choose to view the things that are going on in your life. And when you were talking about um, you, Jeremy, not you, the audience, although you, the audience, you're all right too. Um, you, Jeremy, were talking about the party lifestyle, the drinking of this or that. And then in your teens, you're talking about, I can't wait till I got a girlfriend. I can't wait till I've got my driver's license. I can't wait till I get my first car. I can't wait till I'm 21. I can't wait till whatever comes next, right? And then we push and push and push. But who do we become? The coolest thing about that is we're supposed to become something in the process. And I've had this conversation. I've even talked about it on the cast where I've said, you know, I have, um, I'm just a, a couple of years younger than Jeremy. I'm 39 right now. And I've been preparing. It's weird because everybody will say, you know, the last three, four years, things have really changed. And I don't know what's going on in the world. All I know about is my, my sphere of influence with regards to the world and my take on who I see and what I see with regards to the world. So my sphere of influence has people like-minded who are all waking up, who are all growing, who are all mentally stepping into a life that they're supposed to be leading. It's interesting to hear your story, Jeremy, because you're, you know, again, you know, you are saying, you know, the past two, three years, three, four years, you're, this is where you're coming into yours. And I've, I've had this thing. There was this switch that took place in me where it was hard. The beginning of my thirties was hard because I was, 
not willing to let go of my 20s. Obviously, most people aren't. Um, but then I had to prepare. Like, no matter what you do, there's no stopping time. You know, you can't be, uh, you can't be 50 years old and, and, and you can't, that's why they canceled happy days, right? You don't, nobody wants to watch a 50 year old Fonz bang the jukebox. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so this is, this is, you know, one of those things where it's like, we're, you know, we're in a situation where me personally, my mental state was, I don't want to let go of my twenties. I didn't even give much thought to it. Turning 30 didn't affect me. Turning 31 was like, holy shit, I'm in my thirties. Right. And then, you know, as we progress and then you realize that all this shit that we think we're going through and all this stuff that we're going through in our quote unquote thirties is laughable to somebody who's 60 years old, looking back at us going, listen, simmer down there, buck, you know? So it's all perspective. But one of the greatest shifts that took place for me was not trying to maintain who I was in my 20s, but understanding that growth is inevitable and understanding that I have to now, I've wasted, not wasted, but I've, I've not properly utilized my, my 30s to a degree. And I think this is a standard story for most not properly utilized my 30s, but was given enough warning to prepare myself for my 40s. So I'm of the firm belief that 40 to 50 is going to be the most prosperous and the best possible decade of my life. And 50 to 60 is going to be, you know, I should be in good health on a couple of yachts, two of them, because why would you only buy one? Um, but it's, it's, it's an idea and a mentality that says, you know, don't ever tie yourself down to who you think you're supposed to be. And with regards to you, Jeremy, if I'm, you know, you, you had, you had the wife that you married because you were totally in tune with when you guys, that, that helps, you know, when you guys, when you guys got married, when it happened, you, know? oh, yeah. you guys were inseparable when it happened, but life does get in the way. And your, your marriage was never not supposed to happen because out of that marriage came the kids. And, and that's, that's, that's what it's, that's what it's all about. The whole purpose of everything is to experience things. And when you have kids, you, you get to relive life through their eyes, not push your life on them, but to see the brilliance of life through the eyes of a five-year-old. Oof, I spent the weekend with my niece and I, I, can't even, I can't even fathom the energy that comes from that. So there, there are no mistakes. There's well, a- the other thing about that too is, is it's interesting. You bring up a lot of good points. And, and one of the things that I, you know, again, not to get too, I mean, well, I, this is the podcast I can get too kind of crazy on too, but Fired up. we're on this planet. Like, well, like we're on this planet because maybe our, our past life, we did not do what we were supposed to do. So now we're on this life here and we're supposed to learn something and, and people are in our lives for a specific reason. Mm-hmm. So you're in my life for a specific reason for me to learn something. So everybody I come across and, and everything, and then again, this is something that's happened in the last three, four, five years is that everything that happens and every person I meet, every, every opportunity, every failure, everything that comes across is, is a lesson to learn. And, and what do I do with that lesson learned? Do I, do I just brush it off and it's not that? And, and I don't think that's obviously the answer because you don't, you're not really learning anything. But I, I think it's what do I need to do at this, at this life? That, and again, just, just one th- topic, and it's not even a topic I may completely subscribe to about that. There's multiple lives that, you know, and this is different. You know, you come back again in a different life to learn another lesson. It's not even something I s- specifically say that is that I believe in, but, but I think about it a lot. I'm like, okay, well. If- there was an interesting story uh, that, I, that I picked up on that. I didn't mean to cut you off, but you, you really sure, touched right. on there. Now, with regards to quote-unquote reincarnation, kind of what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a storyline, and I don't know who wrote it or where it came from, and I can't quote who it was, uh, but I heard it. And it was interesting enough for me to remember the storyline, which was 
be kind to every person on the planet because they are all you. They are all a different version of you. If there's no linear time in which we perceive it, every reincarnated version is a version of you. You are that person. So what you do to them is what you do to yourself because at one point you were them and you've been reincarnated back in time, ahead in time and all this sort of stuff. And every version, every person on the planet is a reincarnated version of you. 100%. It's a big, big pill to swallow. People can't be just be like, yeah, I love that. But right, if you take the idea of that and bring it in, if you take the idea of that and apply it to daily life, the people aren't going to necessarily remember you, right? You can, you can walk up to somebody and be like, you're a giant pile of crap and knock the crap out of their hands, right? Whatever. You can do that. You can go up to any person and do that. That person has to be like, what the hell was that? And then, you know, like they have to pick up their stuff. And you for the rest of your life have to realize and live with the fact that you just were a giant pile of crap to a perfect stranger. You have to deal with that for the rest of your life. Now, there's a lot of kids that are on drugs and are, you know, they don't, they don't think about this sort of stuff. They don't think about it now. But our life isn't about anything other than making the mistake it takes to make for you to learn the lesson you need to learn. And that's called growing. And that's called a leopard changing its spots. And that's called wife one, wife two, wife three. <laughs> right? <laughs> we have to learn. We have to learn. Absolutely. And for you to walk out of this scenario in this, in this, in this situation, and you're right. People are going to say, oh, divorce is tough. Oh, it's bullshit. Oh, I can't. How come you guys couldn't, you couldn't fight for it? You couldn't make it work, right? But these are all people's opinions, people's own take based on the reality in which they've lived and they're now projecting it on you. But the reality, your reality is you had a good run. You walked out of it with a best friend and two kids. Two, three. Three kids that you own. Amazing. Three humans. Three humans that you Correct. own. Right? So, I mean, a couple more and you got yourself a good frontline hockey team. We got five on five and a half court. So exactly. we're all yeah, perfect. Yeah. yeah. And that's, you know, that's what, that's what counts, right? So there's no loss. It's all gain. The worst things that can happen to us is all gain. If we, if we walk away from it, gaining knowledge. Now there are people that are stuck in the past and there are people that are perpetual victims that are saying, I can't believe all this stuff keeps happening to me as opposed to happening for me. And, and, and that is, you know, that's a mentality that that's a choice, a choice mentality that's been taught. You've been trained to think these certain ways. So, your overt positivity, I find sickening, sir. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, so many people do. So many people do. It's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm used to it. Ah, oh, fantastic. And you got to have a laugh. Yeah, at the end of the day, you got to have a laugh because why, why take everything so seriously? You know, everyone's so, it's so funny. What day was it rummy or whatever? If you're living in the, if you're, if you're filled with anxiety or living in the future, if you're filled with pain and sorrow or living in the past, to live right now is, is to live free. But isn't the pain part, you know, and again, it, it's, it's all how we describe what the definition of pain is to ourselves. I should have said fear. So, fear? I, I should I know think, who I'm quoting before I start quoting people, I think. That should well, that's okay, because I think the pain part <laughs> is so, it's, 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 a, it's a definition we use so often when we say tough times, but but. Is it really painful? I mean, is it? Is it? Is, is and it, here's the thing: define, like you said, define pain. What's the label? What is? It's perception, right? It's perception. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, what I think is a what people think is a bad, like exact situation. What people think is a bad thing, their perception, and what I feel like it. It's a great opportunity. We're, things couldn't be any better. Yeah, but no, it's exactly. perception and. And let's talk, about, let's talk about perception and pain and that sort of thing. Like imagine 
you know, imagine you have to go to jail. You've done something and you have to go to jail. Oh, you've taken my freedoms away. I now have to go to jail. Right. But imagine you're homeless and it's the winter. You have to go to jail. What? I get a free place to stay and free yeah, exactly. food. Like this is amazing. Right. I just have to punch that guy in the face. No problem. Here we go. Face punches for everyone. You know, put me in jail. You know, I want to, I want to learn some stuff and do some stuff. So it's all perception and jail for the most part is just, it's, it's designed to make people afraid. Right. So, so, you know, the idea of everything, the anxiety comes from like, I don't want to go to jail. So I'm not going to do this. Or like, and that's, that's a motivator that stops people from doing a lot of shit. Like you were talking about last, last hour, you were talking about, uh, I'm going to be a giant pile of crap all week and then go bow down to God on Sunday and be done with it. You know? Um, I don't know if that, I don't know if that's a, you know, a motto. And I do know that I have a, a religious um, audience. So, you know, we're not talking, you know, anything other than what's a possibility and, and seriously what some people do. Some people are giant piles of crap and then they go and they're like, God's cool. So like, we're, we're good. I did everything on Sunday. 100%. And, and I think the perception thing is huge. And, and I want to kind of talk a little bit about the perception because perception isn't exactly reality. And we hear that so often, bro. Oh, perception is reality. Perception is reality. No, it's not. It's, it may be your reality, but it's not my reality. Your reality may be, hey, I can, like you mentioned religion, I can go to church on Sunday and, not, and you know, hey, I'm a, I'm a great person now. However, if I don't go and me, I consider myself a great person. Oh, well, you didn't go to church on Sunday, whatever. You're not going to be saved or whatever that line is. I have to admit on that note, I have to admit that that was, that was a huge thing. And anyone that knows me again, obviously knows that I've gone through um, my whole life. I've been hunting answers for virtually everything. I have asked questions time and time again to the point where last year I went religiously to church. I did. Um, and I loved it. I love the people that I met there. Um, I loved the connection. I love the community. I love all that's there. I love the benefit, the help, the aid, the, the assistance. I love the fact that in a world that's filled with music and media and television and movies where everything is hate, 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 murder, fear, fire, blah, blah, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. You can walk into church and it's literally just people helping people. I like that sense of community. I like listening to the stories. It's like I can turn on people like, oh, I can't believe you go to church and listen to a story for an hour. Oh, yeah, well, you're going to sit there and watch Fox News? All right, that's cool. So, I mean, I have, I have this, this, this joy um, that I associate with it. Now, I can't get fully involved in it because it doesn't make perfect sense. And my life and my quest is to find the truth. And the truth never has to defend itself. The truth never has to do anything except be the truth. And when you see the truth and when you find the truth, there is one truth and it is out there. And, it, and the, the key to finding it is to what just is dismiss the all the bullshit. What is but the that, truth? I don't know. I don't I, know You, you know what I'm going to, I'm going to find out what the truth is probably 10 seconds before I die. I'm going to be like, that's what the truth is. Now I know. Now I can go. Boom, but will you? Goodbye. I mean, I don't know if there's ever, is there an actual one truth? So can, I'm gonna. You can have yeah. a truth, and I can have a truth. That no, no. Different you can have an opinion. You can have an opinion, and I can have I an. Guess opinion. So, yeah, you can have an opinion. I, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but I think, and again, this again is my opinion with regards to the truth. But I think that there is one truth, because I think that regardless of anything, the truth, well, the truth shall set you free. Sure. Yeah. Of course. Right? And I love, I love the idea of that. Now to get back to the church thing, like the, I had a hard time with the Christian church. I had a hard time with the one idea that they have is you know people need to hear the word of God to get into heaven. I'm like, God wouldn't have put people on the planet that couldn't hear 
your version of the word of God that allows them to get into heaven. So that's a Christian thing, right? But then there's the Catholic thing, and that that's as close to Satanism as I could possibly get. So that's out, <laughs> right? And and it's like it's like that you know even in the, the the Catholic Church they're like, you know, we will read the Bible to you. And then you look at the Pope, and he's got this serpentine, massive serpent behind him. This uh, I mean, anyway, that's a whole, I mean, that's a whole bunch of ridiculousness. Anyway, so now back to the one truth thing. I mean, the best thing I could say to you is you got to pick up, you know, some, or I'll send you some links and some stuff where you can sort of delve into, um, I know you're familiar with Alan Watts and Jed McKenna is a huge one as well. And these guys hold a premise and a prowess and they hold an idea that people are like, well, I'm not going to listen to this because it's, it's whatever. I mean, anyone that says to you, I, I couldn't get into the four agreements, I, you know, that one, uh, Don Miguel Ruiz, that that's one of those things where you're like, it's so it's so simple. That book is so simple. It's like, this is kind of just the way it is, you know, but there's, there's a twist and a change and a shit that goes on with media. That's like, it's not going to work that way. You know, you can't listen to this. You can't believe in yourself. The funny thing and the, the craziest thing I'm so like, my head's just doing this obviously as it goes, it, it always happens with you. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but like, it, so whatever you believe, you know, they talk about, they talk about empowering yourself and believing something and then, and, and, and making it happen inside your life whatever you believe is, is going to happen is, is what happens. Every single thing that we've got right now, we manifested, we manifested. And a thousand people will say, well, what about, I didn't manifest this. I didn't manifest that. These people are thinking existential. You cannot have conversations with people that cannot internalize about these things. <clears throat> and that's massive. Everything that's positive that's ever happened to you is because you made it happen. Nobody lucks in to anything. You don't even luck into winning the lottery. I personally could never luck into winning the lottery because I don't buy a ticket. So everything that you do, positive and negative, is everything that you're thinking, you manifested both positive and negative. You manifested that. You did that. Well, it's interesting too with the when you talk about when you get into the Bible aspect of these of these things that there's so many other versions too. And, and I think your belief is direct correlation of your knowledge of your research and what you actually look into, because, you know, the conversation I had tonight earlier and this earlier in the day is getting to the Dead Sea Scrolls, which was done way before the Bible was ever written. And it's a completely different story. There's so many other books out there. And I think it's what, what happens is we, as a society, we, 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 we latch on to the Bible because it's what's known. And, and that's all we read. That's all we research. And it's the same maybe for, for our, the Muslims that are listening. We latch on the Quran because that's what we know. And that's what we feel comfortable with. But there's so much knowledge out there that I don't know if it's possible to be with, without doing the research. I, I think it's easy to get caught up in one religion and you get locked into that. This is the way. This is what I know. This is what I. This is what I've been taught, quote unquote. Well, you you hit you hit what I believe. But like there's hit. so many other things out there, and and when you start going down the knowledge road, and you yeah. start researching different things, it opens your mind to not not deciding what you want to do. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to change anybody's belief, but it's it's about acknowledging that there are other answers and other opportunities out there, and you become more open minded to saying you know what, I'm a Catholic or I'm a Christian or I'm a Lutheran, I'm a Buddhist, I'm a, you name it. 
but I'm so open-minded to others. And I want to learn those different types of religions and be open-minded, but we don't do that. We don't do that. I guess I say that as a societal issue. We don't do that. We've been trained not to. We've been trained not to because, yeah, because if you think about polite, real real quick, the worst thing you can do is you can go against the group. So you and I, if you and I were both Catholics, you and I can have a conversation about being not being Catholic. But if some a Lutheran comes in and argues with us about being, we should be a Lutheran. You and I are all of a sudden best friends, and we're going to argue with the Lutheran about why the Catholics are the best because it's this group mentality. And it's this group thing where we feel comfortable and we feel relaxed and we feel, hey, there's other ones like us. But in reality, if we can escape from this group mentality and these labels that we put on ourselves and understand that there are so many other things out there just to learn and just be open-minded. And again, if you're going to be a Catholic to the day you die, my sister, God love her. She is, I call her the most Catholic person I've ever met in my life, you know, She's got a doctorate in theology from Notre Dame. I mean, my goodness, she's the most Catholic person I know. But she's open-minded. She, you can have conversations, and I don't want her to change. And she doesn't try and change you. But she understands that, hey, let's have conversations about different religions and just be open-minded about it, and she doesn't judge. The problem with today, it's so judgmental with not only religious groups, and we've talked about this political groups, with gay or straight or i mean pro-gun not pro i mean there's so many groups that we want to uh, we want individually we want to feel part of something instead of being comfortable with ourselves and saying you know what i agree with this i don't agree with that i think that today is more important now than it's ever been and we need to really focus on who we are as individuals and not trying to label ourselves as this or that this is who I am. This is what I believe. And when you do that, gosh, you learn so much more. You learn, you be more compassionate. You have more gratitude about other people. That comes down to it. And that's a big one. That's a big one right there because you're in control of your life. You're in control of how exactly. you, react, that's a how you react. Great point. Yeah, you're in control of this. So when you talk about the, the division in society, and it's there. Right. You can't, I'm just one person. I can't change the world. Right. Yeah. Right. This is an idea and a mentality, but here's the thing for me. And I assume for you, um, you know, we are in a position and a spot where it's like, I'm going to do me regardless of what you're doing. And I'm going to live the way I want to live. And the way I want to live is completely open-minded is completely open to everything that's going on. So I've not picked a side in anything. I mean, one of the topics that you and I were going to get into is pro-life, pro-choice. Uh, and we can tap into that. We can tap. That'd be a, that'd be a fun one for sure. It would be quick because there's, there's, no, there's no need for argument in, in any sense uh, on that. You know, and the whole world wants to argue. But if you step aside, if you as one individual step aside and say, I'm not going to do this, then you don't. And, and if you don't do it and he doesn't do it and they don't do it, then everybody stops doing it. Because racism is taught. Ignorance is taught. Yes. Fear yes, is. is taught. Everything is taught. Right. And if you say, I don't care, you know, I'm not, I'm not afraid. I'm not of this. I'm not of that. I'm not going to let you divide and conquer me, you know, and you and the people and that's it. And regardless of anything, you're going to still be able to observe the world around you, which is going to shit. But if you're not part of that shit, that's going to shit, then you can observe the shit that's going to shit. And you can just be like, shit, that's a lot of shit. That's going to shit. Shit. Right. Exactly. And then you're like, oh, I have a whole new perspective on it because I'm not a part of it. 
be in the world, not of the world. And don't allow them the influence of everything to affect you. Because at the end of the day, if you're pro-life or you're pro-choice, it's none of your business. It's none of your business. That's what other people are doing, none of your business. That's why I'm pro-choice, brother. Yeah. So, so now, yeah. since, we're, since we're sort of in that realm, I did have a laugh because where was it? How did I come across this? I heard you say something somewhere. And I, it was one of my podcasts. I think I, think oh, I, got off, I went off on a ramp, rampage yeah. again. And I, I, that's true. I, I picked up on it. I was listening to your cast and I picked up and I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. We're going to dive into <laughs> this one. And it's funny because I am 100% pro-choice. And you had said you, you were talking about pro-choice. You were being pro-choice. I'm um, pro-choice. Yeah, pro-choice. Yeah. And I, I am 100% pro-choice. But my problem with that is, my, my, so not my problem, my, my caveat is I'm also 100% anti-murder. Okay. So you can choose. You have every right to choose what you do with that child. And I fully believe in that as long as you keep it. <laughs> okay. Because murder is murder. And that's, you know, that's, that's huge. So maybe I've offended some people when I say that. Um, <laughs> I freaking love it though. But there, you know, but there it is, right? This is, this is my podcast. This isn't yours. Yeah, right, yeah, we yeah. don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, no, no positive side of this shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're not on the positive side anymore, boys and girls. We have dropped down. Uh, so this is, this is why I, that's why I love you. But um, you know, I, I, without sounding ignorant, you know, I have, I just have this belief. And again, who cares what I believe? Because I don't have the ability to have an abortion. Therefore, I need to shut my mouth. Um, but I have an opinion as somebody who is, you know, in, in, in a possibility where I would lose a child um, or something that I shared create, you know, and then we have other ideologies. Well, when is it a child, a child? When is it? No, 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 no. You know, when does the soul enter the body? When is, when is it this? When is it that? Um, and I say immediately, I say absolutely immediately. Um, it is once, once the two have met, the egg and the seed have met, it's immediate. Think about any seed in the world. You take any seed in the world and we, everything in the world comes from seed. You know, there's the, the only thing that doesn't come from seed are things that split off, I guess. I don't know what you call those. Like, like, I don't know how uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on that one. Organic. I don't know. But yeah, irrelevant. Irre I've, I've trailed <laughs> off into irrelevancy story of my life. Um, Everything starts from a seed. So you can hold on to you can hold on to a bag of sunflower seeds. You know, nothing's gonna happen. But you put that seed in water or in soil and water and it, it becomes life. So the man seed is just just a mess right now. And then once you put that inside the woman egg, it's not it's not by accident. It's not by accident that this is this is the way humans are born. It's just not by accident. It's not by accident that this is the way life procreates through seed. Everything, trees, plants, carrots, all of it, humans seed. And I saw this image and, and you know, I, I was pro-choice. I was, you know, I had these thoughts and these beliefs. So it's like, you know, whatever, you know, just do, do whatever you got to do. You know, it's just a thing. But you can't throw a baby out of a perfectly good house. And you certainly can't throw a baby out of a perfectly good car. And I don't think you should be able to throw a baby out of a perfectly good body. And everyone's like, it's my life. It's my choice. It's my body. And you know what? You can have these thoughts and these opinions, but it's a life. It's not your life. It's inside you. 
But when that thing's out and when you're looking at it, you're looking at a human, a human that's born, me, myself, Jeremy, you, you, everyone listening, you're a life and you exist because your parents decided not to murder you. Mm. So there are so many scenarios in place that take place, you know, so many options, so many things out there, but the number one cause of the number one death rate in the United States was abortion. And it's not something that people talk about. And what are you doing with, with so many abortions, so many abortions. And, you know, I don't know how I would, you know, be a person that says like you have to tell yourself a story and everything's a story and everybody has to believe in the story that they believe in. Uh, sorry, Jeremy, you're just along for the ride on this one. <laughs> but no, no, I've, I've, I'm building up all my all my rebuttals right good, now. Good, good, I love it. But for me, that's it. Like that, the one that really caught the really caught caveat was you don't throw a perfectly good baby out of a moving car. You don't you don't just kick it out of your car. And based on what I think, you can't do that with your body. It's not yours to do that with. That's not how it was designed. Again, I don't have a leg to stand on and don't judge me based on my opinion of this because it's just conversation at this point. So Jeremy, I'm right and you're wrong, but I'll let you have the floor here. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. And the first thought that comes to my mind is I couldn't agree with you more and I couldn't disagree with you more at all at the same time. What a fantastic topic, right? I mean, when you it's, take it's the perfect. political bullshit out of it and you're just like just two people talking about something. No, it's perfect. And, and, and you know, I, Boy, when you get into the, the, you know, the scientific part of, you know, egg and, and all this stuff, creating something, you know, there's so many situations where that doesn't actually really happen. So I get that too, but, but, but I guess, you know, at the end of the, at the end of the day, if it was my decision, I mean, it, it's just so hard. And that's why I think it's pro-choice. It's, it's not my choice. If I have a, and I do have a, um, a nine-year-old girl or she'll be no she is nine she'll be 10 shortly and I don't know when you know not to get too far into but when when that time happens for her and then god forbid if she gets raped who in the world is going to tell me what my decision for my daughter is going to be to keep that baby but that's the not number say, one argument. Not to say that is not to say that it's right, wrong, or indifferent. But when you say you're, this is the only option you have as being pro-life. This is what you have to do. You have to have this baby, no matter what, because this is what the law is: is pro-life. Oh, okay, so now, yeah, no. So I, I guess on, on just on that perspective of it, I don't like the law should have nothing to do with it. Correct. So when you say pro, so that's why I say pro-choice. So for example, if my niece i mean i let's just say i didn't want to bring my niece into because it's a horrible topic if a a friend of mine has a daughter that i love and respect and she gets molested and, and raped by and i'll bring in i'll be hardcore a catholic priest and she gets pregnant who am i to decide for her to have that baby or not at the age of 10 or 11 or 12 or 13, you name the age, who am I to make that decision for her? I am not, I, this is not my choice. I would never in a million billion years make that decision for them. I don't know. And, and, and again, this is a topic that I'll never even, even make a decision on because I don't know how I would react in the same situation. It's such a, volatile topic because having a daughter that is nine to go through that situation i don't know how i 
what, think, what's my think, thought? I don't know, but I man, if I, that... put, if I were to put my, my stamp on that, like if, I, I mean, in my, in my, my mentality and my state and my, my mindset, I think that if, if my niece, if this were to happen to my niece, the man that did it wouldn't be alive much longer. F the consequences to me, that would just be a known fact that he no longer walked the earth. So if you have that situation, who are you to make that decision for your niece? Oh, I'm not. I'm at, not. At, at, at a 12. Yeah, no, 12, 14, 15, 22, 20. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you I'm not. Age. I mean, whatever the age is. Yeah, you need the age. It could be any age. But my God, I mean, so when we say, hey, I, I am pro-life. And you know what? Hey, I am pro-life. If, if, if God, I mean, good Lord willing, the creek don't rise. I mean, I, you know, not, not too much information, but I'm sniffing. If I get someone pregnant, I'm probably going to have the baby. Well, I know I'm going to have the baby. Am yeah. I 41? Because it's my choice. You know, it's my choice. That's why I'm pro-choice. I, I will, because I believe it's important. But I will never make the decision for someone else in that terrible, horrible situation. And let's, I mean, you can even go worse than that. Can you imagine a father molesting his daughter and getting her pregnant? Well, you see, now here's the thing life, that we talk into. Life's going to be anything. Like if you have a, a horrible, deformed, crazy like situation where your father, a, a young father, Hey, we're we're, we're way we're way woo. i get it i get it but if we're gonna go on this road this <laughs> we, is an important this is reality so if you're gonna be pro-choice or pro-life okay no yes you can't be pro-life in that situation I'm, I'm sorry you can't you cannot make the decision for someone else to say yes you gotta have that baby even though i would rich. i would never that's what i'm saying i my again you know like you 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 brought that to a dark dark place well i get I, it but that's but it, that's it where happen. it has to go right. sometimes because once in a blue moon they say it does happen and that that is that is definitely the argument you know, that is definitely where people go. And that is definitely the thought for it. And that is the one thing that is, you know, the, the main, the main thing now are, you know, and now you get into a gray area. Okay. So now there are rules to being pro-life and pro-choice. No, 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 no. And, and for me, like I said, like I, I, that's why I laughed. That's why I enjoyed when you said that. I was like, well, oh, we got to talk about this because, you know, this is just two dudes talking on a computer. You know, we're going to, we're going to put yeah. this up. We're going to upload this. You know, this doesn't hold any bearing on anyone's life. This is just a topic that is, 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 is a hot button topic, but you know, in the grand scheme of things, you know, as long as, and this is where I, this is where I say, you know, anti-murder pro-choice a hundred percent, you know, as long as the women that make this decision have all the information in front of them, all of it, then, then shoot, then do your thing. That's, that's my stance on it. Like, you know, be all end all because you're right. There's a lot of things out there, you know, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of scenarios and situations that, that, that does parlay in. And, but there's, you know, there's a lot of people that are like, Oh shit, I got drunk on Friday night and, I, and then now I'm pregnant. So let's just, uh, Hey, pay the piper. You know, that's 90% of abortions. 90, 90% of abortions is like, Oh fuck. I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have done this. I just I swore. Does that mean I have to tag this thing or not? No, hundred percent. I get that. And, 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 you know, like I said, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm pro-life more than anything, but I'm never going to make a decision for someone else. Uh, I would never, I would never, I, I can't I pro-choice then. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't, I, I, I get the argument. I get it. I get it. I totally get it. I'm allowed to be pro-life. Like I'm allowed to be pro-life. I'm not allowed to be pro-choice. Right. I, yeah. Because I'm a hundred percent pro-life. 
I'm 100% pro-choice. I'm 100% pro-choice. I'm also 100% against murder. And, and that, I mean, that basically is the bottom line. I am 100% against murder. Um, you know, there are so many things. So what's your definition of murder? So, so in the to end a life I've used. Definition of murder is to end a life. Your daughter gets raped by her dad. It's terrible. Is that murder? Yeah, it's still murder. It's a, it's a, it's a crazy situation. It's, it's a, it's a and for lack get, of better terms, it's a, it's a fucked up situation. You know, correct, so you I'm going to have to mark this. I'm going to have to mark this whole episode uh, evil <laughs> or whatever the markings yeah, are. But you know what? I think these you know? conversations need to be had because we gloss over and society we just gloss over. Oh, I'm pro-life or pro-choice. That's yeah, it. and nobody dives into it. And nobody has the ball to dive into it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about anyone getting raped. I am so anti that. It's ridiculous. You know, and it's like, you know, and then when you throw the whole dad thing in and like these things are, these things are, they happen, they, they happen. They're, they're hand-me-down traits. hundred percent. A lot of the times too, when you have, when you have a situation where a dad rapes a daughter and there's this, there's this fucking hell as if we're talking about this, but there's this, you know, thing where it's like, you know, if you, if you have sex with your sibling, your child is going to be deformed. Well, it's only generationally. If, you constantly generationally you have to like the, the Royals, for example, they sleep with their own bloodline sure. and they, and they add their own, they add, they have to add to it eventually, but they, they typically sleep with their own bloodline. That's what the Royals do. And do any Royals listening to this? Yeah. We're on to you <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Give us a call. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, prove, prove us wrong. Come on, yeah, right, Charles, right, what right. are you doing? I'll call you out. But I mean, there's, there's, <laughs> there's, there's so much going on. There's so much behind the scenes crap going on. That is ridiculous. And evil begets evil. Right. So I'll never know. I'll never know a single individual. I'll never know one because they don't exist in any aspect of my reality. Those people that would do anything to their daughters don't, they don't exist inside my sphere of possibility. Correct. So that's not to say that they don't exist because they're out there, but evil begets evil. And there's a high likelihood, you know, anyone that, that molests uh, was molested for the most part, 90% of the time. You know, so there's a history and a lineage behind all these abuses that take place. Now, without wanting to, you know, dabble further down the abuse, because this is the most intense topic for sure, the most intense episode that I've gone into. And, you know, it's like, it's, it's the, the realities of these things that are out there, you know, are not necessarily for everyone to experience. When I say experience, I'm like no person that does that and, 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 for the most part, all these things that happen in, in the quiet of the basement and, and this, that, and the other thing, nothing, nothing gets out, you know, and there's so much that goes on that we don't know about that we can't judge. So we can't even really speak on other than our perceptions and our perceptions of what happens in those situations night and day. We don't know. We like, we couldn't even begin to fathom what a, a lifetime of, of brain damage leads to a scenario like this. And it's like generational brain damage, you know, from grandfather to father to this to that. And, and, and not just, not just men, but like women, women are out raping dudes and nobody's talking about it. And, and every woman out there, like the double standard with that sort of rape, like everyone out there is like, oh, you can't rape the willing. Like, no, there's a lot of, yeah. a lot of crazy shit going on out there that, you know, that, that we see. So back to just to, to sort of tie this topic in, um, 
you know, it's, it's not on anyone to say anything. And I did want to dabble with that. This, this took up a lot longer than I thought it would, but obviously how, what was I going to do? Oh, we'll just gloss over this one too quickly. <laughs> it's, it's a huge, huge thing. And I think that, I think that the minute the law tries to get involved, it's bullshit. I think that the law in every aspect of everything that they do is bullshit. I think that, that, that every single police officer uh, is enforcing a law driven by corporation, no matter what that law is. The next time you get a no speaking ticket, about that. the next time you get a speaking ticket, be like, who, where's the crime? You know, who's, who was affected? Who's the victim of this crime? You know, yeah, you're just a crime ticket. Did I exactly. So when they start passing laws and, and, and this stuff, like here's another screwed up law in, in New York state, you can, you can have an abortion up to like a week before the kid's born, you know, and there's some, there's some crazy stuff. And that's the kind of, that's the other side of the thing that I was talking about. I'm like, that's nuts. Well, there's you know, all kinds the, of things too that they say that you know they're stealing um, baby organs and stuff like that. That okay, so now there it is too. You brought it up, not me, to anyone. Sure, I'll, I'll throw it out there. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know for they're fact, harvesting this stuff, but they're, I think it's got to happen. I, I think yeah. there's no question about this stuff. It's I mean, again, when we live in the society that we we're, we try and shelter ourselves from evil, that's evil, and and it's happening. Yeah. I don't think there's any doubt of that. I, I think we can, we can tell ourselves all oh, that can't happen, but it's happening. It's happening. There's, there's, there's videos of, of doctors dancing the, the kids, the marionettes, right? That's just one thing. And, and then there's, I mean, anyone can look into uh, adrenochrome, celebrities, adrenochrome. They can look into the fear molecule. They can look into, who is it? Uh, uh, oh, oh, no, I'm not going to, I don't know. I don't know any, I don't know any detail. I don't know. I don't know how I know that in the conspiracy theory world, you know, there's a ton of stuff that, that gets you shut down on, on other stuff. So I'll be careful as to the name dropping, but there's, you know, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of evidence out there of, of pure, pure evil. I mean, you can look up anything Pedogate. You can look up anything Pizzagate. You can talk about, I will say, uh, no, I won't say her name because she's got a hit squad. So she might take me out if I do say her name. <laughs> yeah, please don't say it. I don't want to come on missing. Yeah, I won't, I won't say her name. Um, actually i saw a funny picture do you remember the game um uh, the oregon trail that was on the commodore oh, 64? yeah absolutely okay okay so <laughs> so i saw this picture and i laughed my ass off it's, it's a picture of the you know how like when you die um it's like it, you anything you do you they will kill you like nobody finished that. oh yeah yeah you break your leg you're dead trail. yeah exactly exactly yeah oh yeah oh yeah it's like it's like oh uh sorry so and so uh it's unfortunate you came down with and then the bottom one was like always the different thing. So oh, it's, like, oh, it's unfortunate. You came down with the Clintons. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you said it on me. Yeah, no, no, no. It could have been anyone. It could have been anyone. I don't know. It's uh, not yeah. Jeremy Todd. Exactly. Out of this. I, I, don't, know what, I don't know what's happening here. Jesus. Who's at my door right now? <laughs> anyway, I haven't even uploaded this thing. They're listening, man. I'll tell you that. Crazy. But that's, that shit makes me laugh. And, and it's like, you know, there's, there's so much out there that is just like, this is ridiculous. And it's almost like they're pushing it. They're pushing this agenda. And that's why I say, you know, that agenda is, is detrimental to, to free life. That's why I say 100% there is an abortion agenda. Uh, and there is, and this abortion is human sacrifice. And that has, and the, with the knowledge that I understand and with the knowledge that goes on, that is where I understand it. And that is where I'm coming from, a, a place of human sacrifice. And, you know, there's mantras and chants and things that we do inside of our lives. We listen to music. We lower our vibration with, with everything. And then, we're, you know, 
we're getting into like a human sacrifice thing with that because people don't have all the information. That's why I say I'm 100% anti-murder. I'm 100% pro-choice, but understand and know kind of everything. Unless it's the worst of the worst of the worst, and and who knows, you know, I I don't I don't even know, but like, be aware, be aware of everything, and make the choice for you. You know, if you go out and you know, I I mean, the morning after pill, it's it's abortion in a can. You know, it's it's a it's just such a weird world that we live in, that that's the thing. And I don't know about you, but there's 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 a lot of stuff that I want to do, and not to mention that. We live in a hyper-sexualized world. They've done that on purpose. You know, they, the royal they. Like you said earlier, lowers your vibration. Yeah, and, and it's, it's hyper-sexualized. Like actual connection, sex and connection with somebody that you love, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a sharing of, of ebb and flow of energies, of, of positivity and of prosperity. But what we're doing now as a society is throwing it away. Do you know it's easier to have sex with somebody than it is to get to know them? <laughs> That's the world that we live in because of the movies and the TV and the media. And everyone thinks that the media is just imitating life, but it's not. It's creating a reality. It's creating a mindset that people are then imitating. Well, I saw this on TV, so I'm going to do this. You know, I don't think, I think that people should, I think that, I think that there should be modesty. I think that people should cover up. I think that people should sort of enjoy and appreciate who they are and not throw away their body. You know, the body is a sinful thing, they say, right? But the soul is pure. And there's another one too. They say that, you know, the yin and the yang, uh, the body is the devil and the soul is the spirit. So the good and the bad is inside your body. Your body and your, and your mind are two things that are fighting each other. That we, the spirit we, possess the demon body. And this is a battle that we're dealing with. Now, these are things that I can't quantify or justify. I've not dug too much into, but I've heard. I've heard and I've read and I've seen and it's an interesting topic to think that we have possessed, we, the good spirit soul, have possessed the demon body. And the battle of good and evil, that's, that's the war that wages on in between. That's, that's the, the, the ego and the id inside. The body well, is I've alive and the soul is alive. Stuff. And I'm glad you bring that up because it's interesting. You know, again, this is a, another level of what you're talking about is, is the, you know, we, you, you touched briefly upon society and, yin and yang positive negative evil and, and and positive as well but you know what what's interesting with society and when we get into technology the technology of it you talked about the sexual thing and 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 you know pornography and and you go to any pornography website tinder and and all these other sites that are on there but it, it's 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 all it's not just that it's it's everything that around surrounds us with um cell phones with with the, I mean, the, the biggest thing with like, um, with the energies and, and the, um, how, do, how do I say this? 5G. The 5G, yeah, okay, perfect. Okay, 5G, 4G, all that stuff that, that's constantly wearing you out, affecting yep. sleep patterns, affecting the way you think, the way you breathe, the way you eat, everything you see, the way you watch TV, the, the social media, it's all these things. It's so easy to get, to go down that path. Like you go down that path and everyone's going down the path. If you don't do this, you're weird. You know, it's interesting. Like I mentioned something to the other, other day to say, well, a friend of mine that said that, that she used to sleep with her cell phone underneath her pillow at night. And it sounds so small, but when you have a cell phone underneath your pillow at night, the, 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 
cell phone. You just heard it, my phone. <laughs> the energy, literally, that, that, that energy is coming through your pillow, through your head, to your phone. It's affecting the way you think. We don't know. We don't know the technology. We don't know enough about Alexa, Siri, Facebook, the computer I'm watching, Zoom. All these things are affecting our lives. And the more we go down this road, the more it's getting trickier and trickier to actually identify with who we are and believe with what we truly think as an individual. Because what we do is we everything we see, everything we think, everything we breathe, we drink, we eat. I mean, literally, it's our entire lives now is transformed around this, quote unquote, this, like, this model of who we want to be. Instead of understanding that we are an individual and this is who we truly are. The further you get away from this bullshit, the further you get away from like, I don't, ha I don't have Netflix. I don't have cable. I don't have a TV. I got a TV that I use as a second screen for podcasting and things like that. that I, I'm away from this stuff. I, I, I try and limit myself to as little as possible. But it allows me to be the individual that I am. And the further you get away, the weirder you get. And it gets scary. It, it gets scary for me. It gets scary for people in society and business and life. Because the further you are away from society, I believe the, the smarter you are, the more real you are, the more realistic you are. I think the more aware you are. But as you mentioned, and, and, and this gets into not only the things that I mentioned, but you get into healthcare, you get into prescription drugs, you get into this whole big thing, the food, the quality of food we eat, all this stuff is programmed to make you a just another individual, just another robot to just go through life to, to provide profit for big companies, for big everything else, and just fall in line. And when you don't do that, and this is what I, I, I this is why I'm the most open-minded person in the world, or I try to be, is because when you don't do that, people look at you as being weird, which which in reality is what is weird. Am I weird because I don't watch TV? Am I weird because I shut my cell phone off and I power it down and don't get those, you know, that 5G is coming into my head? Am I weird because I'm open-minded to all these things? Or are, is everyone else weird? Because they, they fall into these lines. And it, it, it scares me to death for our future generations. Because they go further and further down this te technological road where we're all turning into robots. And, and, that, and that's one of the other reasons that the situation I'm in with my loved one is that my kids are homeschooled. We're different. We're weird. We're, we're building. I left the house today and she said what we're going to do in this curriculum for the next six months is we're going to work on building our own curtain rods from, this, from trees. They're going to peel the, the, the bark off the, the, the branches, and they're going to sew freaking curtains. I hope you have another hour because you just gave sense. me a whole bunch of stuff that I want to power in through. <laughs> well, yeah, because it makes so much sense, and, and, and people think that you're weird. You know what? Am I weird or are you weird? Well, that's perception. Perception then, you know, it really comes down to where you want to stand. Um, I don't want to listen to the world tell me I'm weird. Uh, simply because I don't watch the Kardashians. But you touched on a few things. You touched on 
um, frequencies on radio waves. You touched on 5G. You touched on all that sort of stuff. So I want to. I I do want to sort of jump into a few of those things. I mean, they talk about cancers. They talk about all these things that give us cancers. I mean, everyone's well, not everyone. Most people uh, that are waking up are sort of familiar with Dr. Sebi and the alkaline diet and how a mucus. You know, you can kill cancer by based on diet, but the world won't believe you. The world won't believe you because they can't believe you because there's a cure for cancer. Everyone's so focused on the cure for cancer that nobody's paying attention to the fact that they gave you cancer in the first place. Cancer isn't natural. Cancer is the result of exposure to food, energy, uh, anything that's out there that, that's connecting with you. You can change up everything. People are like, oh, no, I eat healthy. Do you eat healthy? We don't even know what healthy is. A vegan lifestyle does not work in in modern North America because of we have no idea what technically organic is. We have no idea what, what we're actually eating if we buy it at the stores. I have an amazing garden in the backyard that today I pulled out tomatoes, onions, peppers, uh, jalapenos, habaneros, bell peppers. Uh, Still waiting I, for that salsa or whatever you told me you were going to make me the other day. Well, I got the salsa in the fridge right now. It's sitting there <laughs> just stirring in its own juices. And I'm, I'm like, this is exciting. Right. But at the same time, I'm aware of the chemtrails. I'm aware that they spray. I'm aware that the skies change. I'm aware that there's particles in my lawn. I'm aware that, that all this stuff that has constantly happened in the society in which I live under, under, under the skies of those powers that be, I cannot even trust what I'm pulling out of my own ground, even though it's delicious. And it's as healthy as I could possibly be. I can't buy topsoil because I don't know where it comes from. Monsanto's got their hands on absolutely everything. So, I mean, I kind of, I kind of want a bit off topic here. I'm going to pull it back quickly and then come back out this way. I agree with everything you're saying, though. But yeah, a hundred percent. And and it's it's you know when when we talk about when we talk about targeting and marketing and pushing and all this sort of stuff. I the, the funniest thing in the world is these Apple. Apple's marketing is just so directed at the mediocre, and they don't even understand it. There are people out there with AirPods or iPads or Parity Potties, these things that, that are like total Bluetooth for the first time ever. It's just two pieces of technology that sit on the either side of your head. Bluetooth is an unproven radio frequency. Bluetooth is 0.1 wavelength away from the shit that cooks your food in the microwave. This is Bluetooth. Bluetooth for the longest time went from your phone to a speaker or to a device that sort of hung around your neck. That was kind of a thing. And now it's, it's what's happening with these AirPods is Bluetooth is going to one AirPod. And instead of it being on a wire and connecting both yada, 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 for the first time in human history, Bluetooth is going from, from your phone to one AirPod through your head to the other one. So people are putting these things on and if you've got a corded phone, if you've got, you know, anything that's like, that's not fresh and air potty, they're trained to make fun of you. Oh, you're poor. Oh, you can't afford AirPods. Right. And they do what they do. They're going to release this technology, super expensive so that only the fanciest of the fancy can have it. In other words, the people that can't afford to pay rent have bought AirPods and now they're going to try and suffer without, you know, figuring out how to pay rent. These are the people that have AirPods. There isn't a single person on Forbes top 100 that you'll ever see with AirPods. And if you see them with AirPods, it's never on and it's only ever one 
and they're only doing it probably to market the AirPods so that you end up with the brain cancer. Right. So, <laughs> so money. You're it, right. You're exactly right. And, but these are the things, these are the things that people are like, Oh, you're too poor to have. I'm like, you're insane. Like I, I fully plan on living past 80. You know, I'm going to watch the world burn. I'm, I've got my popcorn ready and there's a lot of stuff that I can help. And I'm going to help a lot of people. I'm going to wake up enough people. I'm going to say, you know, this is what we're doing. None of my coaching nowadays. And I, I was saying the last hour, uh, none of my coaching, I'm not, I'm not taking, I'm not taking clients now because I'm changing sort of where I stand on a lot of things. And I'm not interested in, in, in chain, trading hours for dollars. And I haven't been for years, but it's different now. I want to work with and connect with certain people. So I have to get my investments up and I have to get other things up. And for you, the, the project that I'm working on with you, that to me is, is a joy and a passion. Crushing it. Yeah. And I love it. I think it's fantastic, you know, and later, later, you know, maybe we'll pull in some more, but that's only for people that I like and for projects that I, I enjoy because I can get in, I can get immersed in what you're doing and I can put my passion and my soul into what you're doing because I believe in you, which makes what I'm doing totally different than, you know, having somebody come in and just sort of do it. Now, that being said, we go back to our foods. We've got, we've got a society of people going, I have AirPods and you don't. And it's just like, ugh, you know, but all of these things, the AirPods, the food that we eat, the, the vaccinations. Oh my God. Oh, well, yeah. That's, uh, that's next episode. Yeah. I'm going to actually quickly touch on the vaccinations. There's vaxxers and anti-vaxxers. And I understand this. Now I will say this to every single person that wants to vaccinate your kids, read the ingredients of the vaccination. And if you still will inject that into your tiny human, by all means, just simply read the read the ingredients read what's in there oh, and that parlays in with the abortions as well there's fetal cells in vaccination oh my god it's all it's all written right there they're like here it is we're not hiding anything just you need it so take it and the biggest thing on that one too is they're going mandatory mandatory vaccinations oh my god you're forcing me to stick something in my child that's ridiculous that's absolutely atrocious the government is forcing people to do it mandatory vaccinations are coming Beware of everything you're forced into. Um, so food, you know, food, healthcare, all this sort of stuff. Like the idea of, of a cure for cancer. Nobody cares about that. We are of the belief that they're trying to cure cancer. You know, we are of the belief that this, that, and the other thing. They found a cure for AIDS and they swept it under the rug. Did anybody talk about that? Did anybody, is anyone even talking about the rainforest right now burning down? Does anyone care? The church, uh, Notre Dame caught fire and billionaires poured in by the dozens to pay That's this off. That's topic right there because that shit wore me out. Yeah, and, and, and it's ridiculous that the, billion, the billionaires just poured into it. Now, the rainforest has been on fire for three weeks, and nobody's talking about it, right? So this is, this is one of those things where if you don't believe that you're being completely 100% manipulated by the media, well, you watch the news. <laughs> 100%. And, and there's – get that phone away from me. I can smell it. It's rattling all over the place. But that's it, you know? That's, these are the things that, that, that hit us up. You know, and, and it's marketing and it's tactic and it's, 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 it's deployment. It's weaponized frequency. It's food. How are you supposed to do anything when, when everything that you're working with is against you? Now, as per what you and I were talking about right at the very beginning of this, or maybe no, it was last hour, the last podcast, <laughs> we were talking about stories. All of that shit is just a story. And it's a story that I believe in. But it's just a story. Just like everyone that watches the news, that's the story that they believe. So there are different people doing different things in the same world. We're all on this realm right now. 
leading different experiences because we have different information and we have different beliefs and we have different ideas, all of which are real because we believe them to be real. Well, I think, I mean, man, you went on so many different topics there, but <laughs> I just chewed through, yeah, a week's worth of topics, but you know, I'm going to have you back on, obviously I, I adore it. And, and, you know, we're going to, we're going to retouch on all of these things because this, I think that, I think that of the, the 12 things that we talked about here, personal space, time, abortions, pro-choice, pro-life, uh, vaccinations, food, chemicals, Bluetooth. I mean, <laughs> how much more? I, you should, the, the description well, is going to be like, I'm going to need three monitors to get the whole description into this, uh, into this podcast. This is the one topic I just want to touch upon briefly, and then we can end the show because it's super important to me. You mentioned vaccinations. Vaccinations is scary it's it's one of those i i I think that's the topic you know when you talk about maybe and 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 again no disrespect to the abortion conversation that was it's always big that was huge you know it's always huge every few years and then it fades off but i think the vaccination conversation's super important now i think it's going to get more important they are ramping it up. And you're right. Abortion is abortion is touch and go and, and is, is hit or miss and it comes and it goes in waves. But I think what you're getting into is that the, the vaccination is it, – it's, it's almost like it's just ramping up now. Well, it, and it should be because I think as we if, – if, if you're open-minded enough to understand what the food and the drug administration is doing and, and the money they spend on advertising, my God, I mean – you watch any political debate, any football game, baseball game, the, 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 the money that gets poured into drugs just in general. So if you, have, if you have a different opinion of vaccinations, and, and again, let's go back 50, 40, 50 years when I was a baby, and, and you didn't hear, what, you got four or five vaccinations? And, and that was all I've gotten. I never got, I don't, I don't get flu shots. I don't get any of that stuff. But now we're, we're told that if you don't get these 50 vaccinations, whatever the number is, and I watched a commercial the other day, like, I don't remember what it was, but you got to get a vaccination for it. If not, you were going to die horribly. <laughs> Watch these commercials and you're like, oh my God, I had to get my kids this vaccination. It's, it's, it's a joke. It's a complete joke. And if you go back, and, and this is the other topic, the other thing I want to bring up briefly is that Life expectancy in the United States is down for the last two years for the first time in like 70 years. And then we wonder why, oh my God, all these, you know, these, this food and this vaccinations and all these things are so good for us. However, life expectancy is going down for the first time ever or in a long, long time. If we understand that what we need to do is just take care of our own bodies and not rely on anything else the cleanest food you can eat, sleep, sleep is so important, getting away from electrical devices and this 5G and, and, and Wi-Fi and as much as, you can, as much as you possibly can. I'm not trying to say get away from it because you have to have it for this and, and for everything else. You got to have it. I get it. But you cannot rely on the government or the higher or, – or, I, I say government in quotations. Ruling class. Really government. It's big business. It's big yeah. co- corporations that are making billions of dollars. I feel almost like Bernie Sanders, billions and 
billions of dollars. But in reality, that is what is going on. We've got to get away from this bullshit. And then we, we've, it, it's not about saying, hey, this side is right or this side is wrong. Just do your own research. If you go to the, the, uh, the, um, the uh, it's not FTC, it's whatever the website is where you, the, um, to get federal drugs or whatever, where, where, um, wherever you get the, the information for uh, flu vaccinations. The FDA. Look at all the people that have died every single year. Do not, I mean, and like you said, was look at the ingredients in these shots, these vaccinations, and we're pumping babies full of these things, like at, a, at an alarming rate. And we just, as mothers and fathers, when we're young and 21, 22, 23, 24 years old, we're just like, yes, go ahead and get these done. Yeah, yeah oh, that's what you do. You just get Blind. them done. You just get them done. Blindly trust your government. Because that's what we do. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to get them done. Oh, you didn't get them done. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Why didn't you get them done? It's crazy. It's, it's insanity. And, it's crazy. And- Here's the thing about the craziness. It's crazy because I listen to the news and I watch the TV and I understand that as a good parent, I have to vaccinate my child because that is what has been pumped into me incessantly. But what if there's more information to it? What if there's something else to it? And that's all it is. You know, people are just, they they just blindly see one thing. And that's why I say to anyone that's willing to vaccinate your children, look at the ingredients before you stick it in their arm. And if you still want to do it, stick it in your arm too. (laughs) hundred percent. I mean, there, there, there are crazy ass chemicals in there that are, and, and, and you know, the chemicals, we don't even know what the chemicals are. There's so many percentages of what's in there. And again, not to get too far off on, on and crazy shit and, and big conspiracy stuff. Cause I don't, I don't like to do that either, but my God, if you're putting something in somebody that you don't even know what it is and you're just blindly accepting, yeah, go ahead and pump yeah. that in my baby. It's not a conspiracy when it's on the ingredient label. <laughs> I mean, right there. My kid going to be 30 years from now, 40 years from now, 50 years from now. And, and life expectancy is going down now at our age. We're going to see it in our lifetime. That HPV thing came out and it was mandatory for the longest time. Everyone had to have HPV. You've all got HPV, HPV, HPV. Get the shot, get the shot. And now it's gone. That whole scare is gone yet. There's a ton of people out there with this mandatory HPV shot in them, right? So in our lifetime, I almost guarantee that we're going to see a generation of kids or a year or two of kids that cannot have kids, that cannot give birth, whether it's men or women. 100%. It's coming in our lifetime. We're going to see it because they've already been injected with whatever it was that, that was absolutely mandatory. Got to have it. You got to have it. And if you don't, oh my gosh, why well, would you what not caught, Yeah, that? what caught my attention with that too, with that, with that HPV shot was it, was, it was like, there's only so many. There's only so many of these shots. So you, you can't wait. Only these people can have these shots. There's only so many of them, right? And then and, and it's like, and, okay, and, so well, then it, and then it was well, like, now there's more younger kids too. Yeah. But it was like, but this is how they rolled it out. So there was only so many, so everybody needs it, but only so many people can have it. So you can't have it. So there's scarcity with this HPV shot. And then it was available for everyone to have it. Shockingly. So for a year, everybody could get it. Right. And then it was mandatory. Your kids weren't allowed in school unless they had the HPV shot. Well, well my kids, um, we, you know, we don't vaccinate or we're anti-vaxxers big time. That's crazy. You're insane. Well, 100%, believe me, we've heard that multiple times. But it was interesting that um, we went from um, Indiana, non-vaxxers, and it was religious reasons. North Carolina, 
we pulled that off again, religious reasons. You, you go to California, California is mandatory. You have to vaccinate your kids. And religious reasons do not count, which is so counterintuitive for the state of California, which California is the devil's it's the devil's it's a whole another it's a whole other conversation because it doesn't make any damn sense. Like the liberal California, why would you make this mandatory for for kids to be vaccinated? We had to we spent, I think, two thousand dollars and on some bullshit stuff that you had to get doctors to sign off on. Your kids could potentially have adverse reactions to vaccinations. Yeah. So what, what don't get trouble. When we did that, though, it was a for whatever reason. I don't know why, and I don't know the legal shit, but it's national. So the 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 thing, the money we spent, and literally, I spent. I think I spent $2,500 for three kids to be non-vaxxed kids in California. And we had to go out and get a specific doctor after research. Like you had to get undercover, like low key. Like it was the craziest thing to get this stuff done. And when we did get it done, from my, from my understanding, that it's not just California, it's national. So hopefully, hopefully my kids – no matter what school they go, we can use the same thing from a doctor in California. I mean, it was a complete joke, a joke that we had to go through this bullshit to get our kids to not get 50. I, I saw the number the other day. I, I forget it, but it was like 57 vaccinations. 72. We're up to 72 now. 72 from the time a kid is born till whatever age. Mm-hmm. 72. Can you imagine pouring all those vaccinations in one container? And then pouring that into your body, Are directly you- injecting it into your body is a big one. Yeah, I mean, it would kill anyone. Where, where if has you took it all at once? If, it, if you took it all at once, you'd die. <laughs> when do we, as a society, step up and say, you know what, drug companies, enough is a fucking enough? Because this is bullshit. The stuff that these people are putting in their bodies, the the drug companies with this pain reliever bullshit. The opioid epidemic. However, we sit on the sidelines as a, as a society says we don't want to say nothing. Oh, I'm going to go to the doctors get some Vicodin or Percocet or you name it. When is enough a freaking enough? And then we start attacking our kids, and we just accept it as oh yeah, well yeah, I saw the commercial. It's okay. And and if you don't do it, you're a bad person. If you don't believe blindly what they're telling you, you're an idiot. When is enough a freaking enough? And it comes down to it. it. It really boils down to it because, again, you know, we are this, you know, if we tie this back in, if we wrap this up, like right now we're running an hour and 27 minutes-ish, which I laugh because this is longer than some of the new Hollywood movies, unless, of course, you're a Marvel movie. <laughs> but uh, this, this, yeah, we should, we, should, uh, we, should, we should bottle this. But the, the whole thing comes down to like, choice and perception and because we already are aware of what's going on there's nothing that we can really do other than observe what other people are doing and alter our personality and alter our actions and associate with those that have altered their actions as well so surround yourself with like-minded people and grow as a community because i mean i've heard so many times i've heard people talk about with echo chambers oh you're just going to sit around and be an echo chamber no i'm not because what people are familiar with is 
confrontation. They're familiar with arguing a point back and forth, and the majority of people aren't even listening to anyone talk. They're just waiting for you to shut up so that they can start talking. And that's a true yeah. echo chamber, you know. But anyone that's of like mind, anyone that's of free spirit, anyone that's of free thought is getting together, sharing their ideas with other people, connecting the ideas, connecting the dots, listening to people's stories that help them connect their own dots and elevating their game, systematically stepping up what they know and applying other knowledge, new knowledge to what they knowledge is to look into more things, to find out more things, to achieve more. So the echo chamber is, is, is the, you know, it starts, it starts early, you know, don't talk about anything serious. Now think about the things that we can't talk about in polite conversation, money, religion, and who you voted for. Those are the three things we don't talk about at the dinner table, right? And those are the three things that need to be talked about the most. Because as soon as people start talking about the government, they're like, wait a minute, it's all bullshit. People don't realize that they think that they're in some sort of tax bracket and that yada, yada, yada. But if you actually lived long enough, you would be taxed to zero, no matter how much money you have. The government gets it all back. And you think you own your house? Try not paying your property tax. See who owns what. Yeah, see what happens, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, taxation, taxation is theft, 100%. So when we talk about vaccinations, when we talk about taxation, when we talk about the food, when we talk about uh, frequencies, there are so many topics. I mean, I think we covered 12 of them today, right? And if we- There's a if, lot more too. Yeah. And if we just tapped, if we just tapped into it at an hour and a half, we just touched on some of them. You know, this is, there's too many things going on that are interconnected and that are, that, that, that don't just like a conspiracy that like we were talking about. It's not a conspiracy if the ingredients are on the label and they are, it's not a conspiracy. They're right there. Correct. Correct. You know, and people are like, well, you're a conspiracy theorist. Why? Because I'm not listening to some dude in a, in a, in a lab coat. Such a bullshit. Ah, so, I mean, and that's I it. I hate that name. It's, but it was, you know, you know where it came from, right? They, uh, the CIA invented conspiracy theories to combat anyone that had any ideas uh, uh, against what they were going for with the Kennedy assassination. That's Kennedy. And they, that's where, they, oh, oh, you don't think that that's the way it is? Well, you're a conspiracy theorist. It's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> I'm like, all right, CIA, relax, simmer down. Yeah, sure. we, all, we all know what you did. So uh, I, think, I think on that happy note with the CIA, I think we should end it on the CIA. I mean, it has been. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think we might, might not have a choice. Yeah, that's it. They're going to shut us down. Oh, my power, my lights are starting to flicker. We've already, we've already knocked Hillary. We've knocked abortion. We, we have <laughs> talked about a lot. This, this has been one hell of a, and if you're still with us listening right now, congratulations. I, you know, I should, uh, I should, I should give this its own intro and be like, listen, this is a long one. So <laughs> get some, get some popcorn ready. I said, I, I should also, you know, I'll, I'll do this. Like I'll enter it. Right. But then I'll have like the intro intro. So I'll be like, listen, some yeah. of this stuff, like, you're going to hate me. And then you're going to come back around and probably love me again. But hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. This one's going to hit you in the feels. That's for sure. Um, uh, yeah. So that's, uh, that's, I guess, you know, uh, I guess that's it. I mean, you can check out Jeremy. Um, Jeremy, do your outro. Not much, man. I mean, I appreciate you doing that, but you know, obviously you're working on my website and, and man, it's, um, it's what I needed. That's what I needed in my life. And if, if anybody wants to reach out to Adam, obviously reach out to him for the, for sure, because um, it's, it's big things, big thinking and, and, and new shit, which I love, but Jeremy, jeremytodd.com. That'll be live soon. Uh, if you go to it in the next day, have mercy on it. Cause we're going to go live, not in the next day. Um, but the positive side mm-hmm. podcast, uh, I'm on iTunes, Stitcher, Google play. You can get the link. You can give them the link. It's it's the positive side podcast.com. 
The positive side podcast.com. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really where I'm at. And, and, you know, the Facebook page, the Instagram, I mean, all that crap, I'm all over everywhere. But if you ever want to send me an email, Jeremy at Jeremy Todd.com, shoot me an email there. I'm always available. Uh, but hey, man, Hey, I just, uh, if I can help, I think, I think that's the biggest thing with this whole thing we've talked about. If you have any questions, you can help. If I can help shoot me an email, Jeremy at Jeremy Todd.com, the positive, the positive side podcast.com the positive side podcast on every possible thing. You can, I heard it the other day on, um, on Alexa. Hey Alexa play. Hopefully this actually works. If you're listening to it. Hey Alexa play Jeremy Todd, the positive side podcast that will work as well. Um, yeah, I'm buying in all this technology too. You got to, <laughs> but in order to get the word out, that's what we got to do. So I appreciate you tuning in and Adam and dude, this episode has been a blast, dude. Yeah. 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 We'll definitely do it again. Uh, but as far as, you know, first guests go, uh, I, I couldn't have uh, picked a better <laughs> one. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely honored to have you on here. And I do enjoy the fact that this is open topic. This is open conversation. And regardless of anything that was said on this topic or in this episode, uh, both of us hold an open mind to everything. And it was just ideas and topics. Nothing was set in stone. Uh, one, of my favorite, one of my favorite things in the entire world is this, is this stone. And written in it says nothing is written in stone. And I think that the irony of all that is it's absolutely blissful. I, mean, I want to put that on my tombstone. Um, nothing is written in stone as it's written in stone. And I think that's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, um, again, guys, you know, if you resonated with Jeremy, hit him up, shoot him an email, Jeremy at jeremytodd.com. He's one of the greatest people I know. Uh, and he has all kinds of information. If you're looking for relationship advice, if you're looking for business advice, if you're into sales, if you're into any of this stuff and you resonated with him, hit him up. He's there to help. Absolutely. And, uh, and I'm going to back out of this one too, as I always do. So uh, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.